Hey, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I'm here with Milos. The shit is full. <laughs> and today we are uh, kind of uh, kind of in a territory where we kind of had a lot more ideas for this uh, Advent Calendar pod. Uh, so today is not called the Advent Calendar because it's over. Um, today. Uh, I dubbed it Holiday Hangover. Actually, it was kind of something that John came up with, um, and I liked it. So, uh, so that's that's what I dubbed these uh, you, these John. pods that come out. Yeah, thank you, John. That come out the week after um, Christmas and stuff like that. Um, so this is a film that um, Milos uh, really wanted to include on here. It's a uh, Hallmark movie uh, from 2010. It's called November Christmas, and it has um, John Corbin and uh, uh, Sam Elliott and Sarah Polson in it, um, which are all people that you would know um, nowadays for stuff. Uh, and Milos, where did you come to the movie, since this is one that you really like? Came mm, on TV at some point. Mm. I did cried, enjoyed it, loved it, and yeah, I kind of stuck. It was one of those tear jerkers that kind of stuck with you. You always, you always remember it. And I mean, he he does have fond memories. I do like the story. I do like, you know, for for a TV movie, he does a lot of emotional notes. And uh, I don't usually consider myself an emotional guy, but this is one of those movies that. So my strings. Mm. And actually, in America, it was actually released on CBS. It wasn't. It was Hallmark Hall of Fame production company, but it was actually released on CBS. Um, I think it looks like it was maybe the weekend of Thanksgiving that year in 2010. So uh, also, Karen Allen is in this, which you may know from uh, Indiana Jones. It was uh, yeah. what's race? Um, um, oh, why am I spacing on the name? I always space on the names. I don't understand why I space on the names. Marion, Marion Ravenwood, which is uh his uh girlfriend there in the first one, and and the one shall not be named. Um, yeah, we we don't consider that one. I think. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I, uh, wait a minute. Huh, I didn't even realize watching the movie. So I'm looking at the plot here so I can kind of run through it really quick. Mm-hmm. And and it says, a small Rhode Island community comes together to create a special holiday. Moments there for... Rhode Island. I did not even realize that this movie took place in Rhode Island. I thought it was like in Mass or Connecticut or something. I did not even realize that this took place in Rhode Island. Yeah, I don't Interesting. think they said the name of the small yeah. town. Yeah. Huh. That is fascinating. Okay. Um. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, basically what happens is the daughter of uh, John Corbin and... Uh, uh, John Corbett and uh, Sarah Bolson um, had cancer. And so they're bringing them back and forth to get cancer treatments. 
which I'm assuming if it's a small town in Rhode Island, bringing her up to Boston to get the cancer treatments. Um, and so Sam Elliott and Karen Allen are uh, um, are uh, a family that lives like next door or close by in the same town. Um, and they end up growing close with the family. They realize what's going on over there. Um, they try to help them as much as possible. So they decide that they're going to move up all the holidays. And so um, Sam Elliott's character kind of mends fences with a guy that in town that you know he hasn't really looked eye to eye with because I guess something happened in their lives where one of their daughters died or something or uh, the wife died something like that and um, you know they didn't become friends anymore and then now they are friends again and um, so yeah so basically they're not expecting the daughter to live until Christmas so um, the cancer is progressing too fast so they go up and they get like barely ripe um, pumpkins and they put those out and they have like a Halloween party in like August. You know, they have um, th- uh, no, uh, Thanksgiving in like September or October and then they have Christmas in November. And so um, throughout this whole time, we have a, a girl, uh, uh, a young adult who is reading a book called November Christmas. And it's essentially narrating some of the story. Um, we also have another girl who uh, is the niece of the diner owner. Um, she helps her um, write the story. Um, you know, write stories about like books she wants to make for kids and stuff like that, and um, all kinds of stuff like that. And so then, uh, come to find out at the end of the movie that the girl lived because. The girl who was reading the book the whole time was uh, the girl Vanessa who had cancer. And so then she ends up finding her mom, her dad, her brother, um, Sam Elliott and his wife. And they all, you know, light up the Christmas trees at, at Sam Elliott's Christmas tree farm. And, um, you know, they pick out the trees for Christmas and stuff like that. She's home visiting for Christmas. So, yeah. So it's a, it's a sad movie. Um you know, it's a tearjerker in ways, um, but it does it does have a happy ending though. So, uh, yeah, so Milos, uh, what what are your uh, big takeaways from this movie? Mm. I'm bad at drawing conclusions and doing takeaways. I'm sorry, uh, but <laughs> generally, I mean, always <laughs> hated that part about school. Uh, but in general, thoughts. On the movie, I absolutely yeah. uh, loved it. I absolutely enjoyed it, and I, I, I told you this before. I don't think there's ever a time when I'm gonna watch this movie, not cry my eyes out. It's one of those, uh, I don't know, ide- idealistic American movies where everything is perfect in little small towns where the whole community kind of groups together once they figure out you know, what exactly is going on and the reason why uh, Tom uh, Chan's character is, you know, rushing ahead, trying to figure out, you know, how to get pumpkins in uh, August and such. And the way that you see, this is something that we're going to cover. This was, I watched Klaus before I watched this one, probably a day or two later. Mm. Uh, But there's a 
there's a thing in clause where they say uh, one good deed brings forth another or something along those lines, which I think was really, really good and really powerful in that movie. But it can also be applied here when you see, you know, uh, Sam Elliott character and uh, the other guy's character. I don't uh, remember the name off the top of my head, whether it was Wade. I think it was Wade, the old friend that kind of lost touch and stuff. And, you know, you kind of see him, like, reach out and it's like, hey, he, like, your son or nephew or somebody, he has a pumpkin farm and I need your help. And it's like you see the whole town. It's not just them coming together to help out the Marks, but it's also them coming closer together and, like, building bridges, the relationships that may have been torn apart between them and stuff like that. You just see the whole community come together and I think that's something that's really, you know, something good to see on TV. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's kind of, I mean, I'm sure it happens all over America, but that is something that tends to happen, especially like in the New England area. I mean, you'll see people kind of, you know, get together and if somebody's having some sort of issue or if there's something happening, like they'll try to put something together to kind of help them out and stuff. Excuse me, stuff like that. So it is uh, kind of characteristic of the reading. Um, I did, uh, while you were talking, I did want to kind of fact check some of this stuff. So we're telling the right things. Um, so, yeah, so I looked it up and apparently they're um, one of the local papers down in uh, South County, um, Rhode Island. <coughs> um wrote an article about it back when uh, the movie came out on CBS. And so apparently this was based on a short story that the writer, uh, Copa, um, what's his name? Greg Copa, um, had written. And so um, that became the basis for the movie. Um, they It is set in Rhode Island. Um, it, they were trying to make it look like Wickford, Rhode Island, which is, uh, down, um, down in the South County area, um, kind of near URI and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, it looks like they went and filmed it in like, um, in Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia, which I think is actually over near, uh, uh, Brent. <clears throat> So uh, they they filmed it in uh, a small town outside of Halifax called uh, Wolfville, um, which he said it looked remarkably similar to Wickford, which is interesting. Um, and he said they had lobbied to have the movie filmed in Rhode Island, but the uh, and that the producer had been in touch with the Rhode Island Film and TV office, but apparently, um, you know, the the wage scale was much lower in Canada. So they, they ended up filming it in Canada instead of filming here in Rhode Island. Um, probably would have heard about it more if, uh, if it had been filmed here, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, still works. Um, anyway, I... Uh, so this was my first time watching it. I had never heard of it until you suggested it. <laughs> Sorry, I got something in my throat. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty interesting. I... Uh, Halfway through, I had sent you a message saying uh, it was super yeah. depressing. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I mean, it was for like the first hour. I was just like, oh man, this family just keeps getting hit and hit and hit. It's like, it's like when you're trying to get out of the water at the beach and then like a tidal wave yeah, just comes in, it just yeah. like fucking whacks you again down to the ground and then you get up and you, and then it just keeps whacking you and whacking you and you, you're trying to make, you know, lemons out of lemonade, but you end up just making like, you know, lemon mush and, uh, yeah, it's um, you know, but then in the end, there, you know, you kind of get that hopeful feeling. You know, it's it's fun when they all bring presents over and they're celebrating Christmas, and you know, he's don't go in there and celebrate with your family. You know what I mean? And then she ends up, oh, sorry, um, she ends up, uh, you know, making it through, and you know, um. She really did start feeling better after the first snowfall, which her mother promised her. And um Yeah, so I mean it was it was a sweet movie. It's uh, you know, not something I would normally watch. So it was interesting to get out of my Honestly, comfort zone a little bit. You know, I actually saw it first. I saw it on television. Like, I have actually, you know, fond memories of it. Mm. And though, yeah, I am aware of how emotionally it does get. Mm. The story is there. And, I mean, the actor performances are, my opinion, like, you know, I mean, you have a star seven cast or something that's a simple TV movie. You didn't just bring, you know. I mean, it's essentially plays like a Hallmark movie, but, you know, but with effort, you know, not, mm. it's not the same story you see in, in every other movie or something. like. That. Well, this was, this was before, this was before Hallmark, Hallmark, sorry, this is before yeah. Hallmark movies. Um, see, I'm getting all chipped up here about it. Um, this is, uh, this is before Hallmark movies became like what they are today. I mean, you know, these were some of the first, like, you know, movies that were really put out. I mean, they uh, Hallmark movies didn't really become, like, the behemoth it's become until, like, you know, the last, like, I don't know, six, seven years or so. I mean, they started kind of doling them out like, you know, cupcakes. Yeah. It's the, yeah. <clears throat> it's a joke, you know, what has... 5,000 story plots, you know, <laughs> for actors. Yeah, at least this one isn't, you know, some... <clears throat> at least this one isn't, like, a, a girl named Noel or Holly goes to a small town and meets a guy named Nick or Chris and, um, you know, has to show him the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then one's yeah. a baker and one's a big-time lawyer yeah. and... They're trying to buy some land yeah. down there at the small town, and after they find the Christmas spirit, not only are they going to get married to this girl or guy, but now they're not going to buy whatever the land was, and they'll go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, but no, this one, this one is definitely a little more, uh, a little more meaning to it, especially since it's not like true um, Hallmark. It was uh, put out on uh, CBS first, which I think means a little something more. 
you know, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, it's kind of interesting that this movie got over to you though. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think these type of movies would, uh, would get over to like your neck of the woods. That's interesting. Honestly, like they play like all the, I mean, I did not that I pay any attention to it. They play all the Hallmark stuff, you know, and uh, type movies, you know, not just the Hallmark kind, but whatever other stations make them now. I mean, even streaming services, they go into the Hallmark stuff. Uh Princess meets the guy working at whatever, doing whatever. Uh It's like they're all over the place. Uh, But when it comes to this one, the... Uh, it wasn't much of a Sora Paulson or Sam Elliott that was the draw. It was actually uh, John Corbett and his uh, Northern Exposure Connection. So <laughs> we kind of end up on TV and it's like, hey, that's Chris in the morning. Well, let's see what this is about. And it's like, oh, that's Sam Elliott. Okay, let's watch this. Yeah, so up on TV, you kind of recognize an actor and you're like, hey, let's see what this is about. It's like, yeah, as as emotional as it does get, you know, I still have fond memories of this one. And, you know, it's not something that I watch every year or whatever, but it's like every now and then I'll pop it in and watch it. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if this is something I'm going to go back and watch all the time, but, um... You know, it was it was good to watch once, and um, yeah, I am a fan of uh, Sam Elliott, and I do like um, you know the stuff that he's done. I I will say the only thing I did kind of wish I had seen um, was the other girl that had uh, talked to her and like wrote the story or whatever, or um, you know was drawing like those drawings or whatever. I kind of wish I would have mm-hmm. seen her grown up, but. I don't know. I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess that would have meant maybe a little too much. I don't know. But. Yeah. I'm just taking a look here at the uh, the director here. <clears throat> so. Uh, looks like they're actually known for some uh, horror movies like Hitcher. Um, yeah, and, um, Eyes of an, of an Angel, which I think was, like, a, uh, it was, like, kind of one of these-ish kind of movies. Um, they, Highwaymen, um, the Jesse Stone movies with, uh... For people with... listening, we just hit the point of the podcast where, uh, <laughs> tries to extend the lifespan a couple of minutes. Yeah. Well, the Jesse Stone movies, those all have Tom Selleck in it, and then um, he did, like, some episodes of Blue Bloods, so I'm kind of surprised that he didn't try to get Tom Selleck in this movie at all, because he did that in between well, all this stuff. I think, I think, yeah, well, I think the thing was, that he probably tried, but he couldn't, so he settled on Simon mm-hmm. Elliott. No? Yeah, I guess but so, I guess. Any, yeah, anybody know, with a mustache, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> If you can't get Tom Selleck, Sam Elliott is a pretty good choice. <laughs> of course, you're, you're being uh, very, uh, um, you know, 
prejudice with your mustaching, you know. Oh, everybody with a mustache looks alike, you know. No, no, you see, I'm a, acts, I'm a bearded acts fellow, alike. So, you know, I, I have, uh, I'm, it's not prejudice if you know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I got you, I got you, got you. <laughs> you join us with the facial here. But yeah, but I'm a Sam Elliott fan, so, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. complaining. Yeah, no, I like Sam Elliott too, yeah, so that was one of the things that I was like, oh, you know what, I will give this a try. So, all right, well, I think, uh, <clears throat> I think I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um, so once again, thank you everybody for listening. Um, hopefully you'll like the ones that are coming next. Um, we're going to be talking about Klaus and um, uh, Jack Frost, and then me and Brent are going to be doing uh, movies about the Muppet movies, um, Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet Family Vacation or whatever the hell it is, Family Reunion. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, listen for those. Also, listen for our New Year's pod. Um, it's going to be like, you know, us kind of being freeform and crazy and wild and, you know, getting down and dirty. No, I'm kidding. Um, winging it. Winging it, yes. We just do, like I am. We do most things. Just like I'm doing right now, where I'm just kind of blabbering on. So. Exactly. Anyway, uh, thank you, Milos, for joining me. I cannot believe that we have I cannot believe that we actually stuck to the schedule and we got all of these done. And at this point, when you're listening to what we've completed, the advent calendar pods, which I did not think was going to happen. I thought we were going to be like Josh and we were going to fizzle out halfway through because nobody was going to be listening to him. And actually, we had a pretty decent amount of people listening. I mean, it could just be the six of us listening to it. Who knows? But apparently, Brendan hasn't listened to any. I haven't listened to any. I don't think you've listened to any. So at least we have people outside of our little core group of <laughs> people uh, listening to these pods. Yeah, so people are listening. And thank you guys for listening and sticking with yeah, me. I, yeah, I appreciate everybody who's listening and uh, <clears throat> giving this pod a chance, even with a guy who keeps like having shit in his throat. So who's making like weird hacking noises on this pod. Uh, I apologize to the filmmakers of this movie that I keep, you know, hacking on your movie. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. The shit is full. <laughs>